This morning I'm going to speak very briefly. I'm going to speak very briefly on something that I think is so critical for us this year in 2017. 2017, God has declared that it is our year of the Holy Spirit. Tell your boys, our year of the Holy Spirit. Say like you mean it is our year of the Holy Spirit. Yes. The Bible says as many, Romans chapter 8, as many that are led by the Spirit of God. Romans 8, verse 14. They are the sons of God. This year, you need to be led by the Spirit of God. This year, you cannot operate the way you operated in 2010. Like I would always say, there is nothing great about your past. Any person that you hear that say the good old days, that is a man that good has bypassed. Your best days should be ahead of you. The Bible says the glory of this present house, Haggai chapter 2 verse 9, shall be greater than the former. Your you should, you should be more prosperous in 2017. Not more broke. Somebody hearing me? You should, you should, in your career, you should advance. Anything that is static would devalue. Anything that remains at the same spot if you see stagnant, how many of you have ever seen stagnant water? Stagnant water can never taste sweet. It's only a flowing stream that tastes pure. If it is stagnant, after a while it will begin to stink. So also for spiritual things. Somebody hearing me? So also for spiritual things. God does not expect that your spiritual work with him must be at the same level. You only know John 3.16. Two years ago, you knew John 3.16. This year, you know John 3.16. Next year, you still know John 3.16. There is something fundamentally wrong with that spiritual picture. Did you discover that as each year go by, technology improves? In fact, iPhone 8... It's already in the works, if not already made. Why is it that iPhone 7 does not work? No. Is that they prepare themselves for the challenges ahead. Do you know spiritual people don't prepare themselves for the challenges ahead? Christians are stagnant. Your prayer life, the same way it was, plus Jesus minus devil two years ago. You cannot pray beyond how you used to pray before. You cannot conquer the challenges of modern day by outdated spirituality. I know people don't like these things. You see, when I was prophesying, everybody was saying, whoo, whoo, whoo. We're all quiet now. Listen to me, people of God. If in the physical, everything you see in the physical today is a replica of what is in the spiritual if times change, spiritual times also change. The kind of temptation that they used to face back in the day of Abraham is not, this one is high grade temptation. 
So believers, you cannot survive in this day and time with an old-fashioned, outdated Christian life. Jesus is always the same. But God expects you because the Bible says that we are being translated from glory. That is the upgrade. And that comes only by the Spirit. Jesus does not change. But your spirit man should change. You should go to a greater level. Your work with God should be deeper and stronger. So this year, my question for you is, as you have plans for business, as you have plans to go for MBA, do you have a spiritual plan for your life? It's a serious question I'm asking you. Because if you don't have a plan, the enemy can knock the wind out of you. The Bible says Satan has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Do you have a way to, to safeguard your marriage? You know what one book, one book called Finishing Strong by Steve Farah? He said every man has a prize. Every man. You say you are not tempted until the right temptation come your way. You will discover that the same man that you used to think could speak in tongues could not speak in tongues. What I'm telling you today is if you are not spiritually strong, when the contrary wind blow, you may not be able to stand. The Bible says, haven't done all to stand. He said, put on the whole armor. Ephesians chapter 6. The whole armor of God. How many of you know that those armors or those armory are not physical armor? If you like dress with Louis Vuitton from head to toe, and you are spiritually inept, the devil will bash you and take you out and nobody cares what the color of your Louis Vuitton is. So my question for believers, because so today, we are so focused on physical things that we have neglected the things that are of greater value. And the things that are of greater value is your soul. The Bible says, what shall the profit a man if he gains the whole world? I lose his soul. What is the profit of that Lexus if I go to hell? God forbid. No, 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 no. You know, we don't we don't talk about this is the what is the value of that over time if your child go to hell? What is the value of that over time? Many people don't even know what is going on with their children right now. That their children, in fact. If you, can, if you read the text message of your children, many of you, you will do honor prayer. You will. If God will open your eye to show you the things that are around you and the things that are going around in your job and in your family, many of us, you tell pastor, just don't preach, pray. Just fire prayer for me. Just fire. What I'm trying to make you understand is you need to take care of your spiritual health. That is why I am about to speak to you on walking in the Spirit. Tell your neighbor, walking in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not an influence. The Holy Spirit is not chills. You know, some people come to church and say, when I came to church, I felt chills. That is not the Holy Spirit. I felt a calm, sweet Thing that just oh joy, joy. That is not the Holy Spirit. That is the manifestation. The Holy Spirit is a person. 
and the Holy Spirit, God has purpose. If you read the book of John chapter 14 and John chapter 16, God said, Jesus said, it's expedient that I go. And when I go, I will send him the spirit of truth to be with you and he will live in you. First Corinthians 3 says, he said, no, you know that your body is the temple of the living God and he dwells inside of you. The Holy Spirit wants to live inside of you. And this year, if you have a closer walk with God, if your spiritual life would make a meaning, you must walk with the Spirit of God. Somebody say, I will walk with the Spirit of God. Let me give you a scripture to back this up. Now look at Romans chapter 8, everybody. Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Holy Spirit, this morning. Romans chapter 8. The Bible says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Did you see that? Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son, Jesus Christ, in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin and condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after what? The flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit, for to be, everybody, let's read this together, one to go. For to be carnally minded is what? No, 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 no. Better, I want you to shout it on the top of your lungs. Want to go? For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Lord, bless your word. Breathe upon it and speak to your people this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. I'll start from that last verse you read. To be carnally, fleshly minded ends in death to mind only the things that are pleasure related how I feel hitting the club drinking alcohol smoking tobacco having sexual relations with people that are not your spouses will end in death will end in death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace the reason you can never see a peaceful sinner because it's only a sinner that is running when nobody's chasing him. If you see a sinner, a sinner that is cheating will not want, his phone has no access. If you as a husband, your wife does not know your password, there's a problem. If you are sitting next to your husband or your wife, Make sure, no, let's just. Hey, we don't want to create fight in church today. People of God, I know it looks like a laughing matter, but you cannot have your mind focused on the physical things and expect your spiritual life to go up. It, it does not happen. That spiritual algebra does not end up in life equations. If all the things that you think about are the things of how to please myself, 
how I feel, how to be happy, how to wear the newest clothes, but you don't mind the things of the spirit, you are on the big way to hell. You know, nobody talks about hell or heaven no more. Oh, we are going. We will go. Say, stay and come and become chief of chief of staff. I don't, God forbid. I don't want that chief of staff. God forbid. Somebody hear what I'm saying? As a church, whether you are pastor, whether you are deacon, whether you are bishop, whether you are pastor John and Emeke with three degrees, God does not care about your degrees. Are you hearing me? Whether people visit you or people don't visit you, that should not stop you from going to heaven. <laughs> Are you hear what I'm saying? Salvation is a personal race. So if nobody mobilizes you, brother, come, come. Because you want to go to heaven, better mobilize yourself. Don't put your spiritual life in the hand of another person. To be carnally minded, that is to say you are thinking of pleasure. You see yourself thinking of weird things that you shouldn't think of as a person. Immoral things. You are not minding the things of the spirit. That is the pathway to hell. Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? But to be spiritually minded, minding the things of the spirit, things that glorify God, Things that honor God. Spending time in the word of God. Spending time in prayer. Encouraging one another. Doing the will of God. Being a blessing to other people. Reading the word. Spending time in worship. Some, some of us never worship God until we come to church. And all the songs we hear, we don't know. So your worship life is zero. It is a dangerous thing you are playing with. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth, people of God. God you see, as God is giving you this message, the day the trumpet of God will stand, sound, and you stand before God, God will remind you of January 15th. When you heard this word, not to be carnally minded because it will end in death. To be carnally minded means you are minding the things that would only please you. Galatians chapter 5 gives us expressions of those things that we, we, when you mind them, you are in the path of death. So if you see any of these things, know that you are in the wrong place. You need to make a U-turn. You need to turn your life over. You need to start walking with God. The reason why I'm saying it today, you may say, Pastor, I've lost my way long ago. God is ready to redirect you. Perhaps you see yourself, you know, you see, you, you really see yourself, you see like you are swerving. At this time, it's time to redirect your way back to God. What are the things the scripture is talking about? When it concerns minding the things of the flesh. What are the things? If you go to the book of Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Verse 16. He said, then I say unto you, walk in the spirit. Talk to you see, what exactly Romans 8 was saying. Galatians chapter 5 went on to really break it down. He said, walk in the spirit and ye will not fulfill the lust of what? the flesh. If you always see that the things that get you excited are parties. Pleasure. Drinking. Lust. Movies that don't glorify God. Addictions. You are lusting after the flesh. And it would only lead to destruction. People of God, I beg you this year, 
Let your priority not be the flesh. God, let me tell you, God will bless you. You will never lose the blessings of God, but you cannot mind the flesh. The flesh would only lead to destruction. Pull up that scripture. Let's go on. He says, then I say unto you, he said, do not fulfill the uh, walk, uh, say, walk, walk in the spirit so you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now let's look at those things that are the things that represent the flesh. So if you see yourself in any of these categories, please don't raise up your hand. Do an internal audit. Number one, say the flesh lost it against the spirit. Did you see that? The flesh is making sure that spirit will not go up. Flesh it says you cannot pray. Have you ever seen that you want to pray in the night? The spirit of God is telling you pray. Say ha, ha. I walked too much last night. Ha. When I wake up, I will pray. You wake up, you don't pray. You wake up, all of a sudden, the devil tells you, oh, you remember this appointment. There's always something. The flesh would always make sure it's... How many of you have said, come, sir, please. Come. Walk here, sir. I have to describe it. So this, God forbid, we don't represent flesh. I don't represent flesh. This is spirit, right? I'm not flesh in Jesus' name, but I want to represent something. Please keep coming, keep coming. You are coming like a Christian. So as you are trying to pass, keep passing. Try. The flesh tries to stop the spirit. Keep trying, keep forcing. Until he wrestles and kicks him out. The flesh is not just stopping you temporarily and saying, hold on, hold on. No. The flesh is so powerful that it can wrestle your spirit man and slam it on the ground. Your spirit wants to go to heaven. Your flesh say no way. We are going to hell. God forbid. May God punish every spirit of the flesh. You better take what I'm telling you serious. The devil does not like you. Oh, tell your neighbor the devil does not like you. No, 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 no. You don't understand. No, 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 no. Look at them eyeball to eyeball. Tell them I said the devil does not like you. The devil, you think the devil wants you to pray? Why would you be a spiritual giant? Why? You think the devil wants you to go to heaven? He has stopped many people before. Pull up the scripture. I'll, I'll share something with you now. Said lost and the spirit against the flesh. So the spirit also is not going to let the flesh just have a free ride. So if we come again, amen. Come. Come, pastor. It's me and you today. We're preached together. Amen. So we're going. You are going. Amen. And me, I'm trying to go. And you see, he's pushing me. And he would want to wrestle me down. So that the spirit man can have the say-so. When the spirit man has say-so, you have life and peace. You have life and peace. You don't worry. When people are saying, oh, everybody's divorcing. For you, divorce is like Greek. You don't speak it, you don't need it. Oh, is somebody hearing me? Yes. HIV is everywhere. You say, oh, really? I don't know it. <laughs> they, said, they said someone stole money in the office. They're going to audit everybody. Oh, excuse me. This is the bank account. This is my wife account. This is uh, that account. There's nothing there, but you can look at it. <laughs> you, do you want, is somebody hearing me today? 
But when you don't live a holy life, even when you hear audits, the way you are shaking, they will say, hey, you, come. Come. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying today? That is why I am challenging you in your place of work. What we deliver you is that you know God. They that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploit. Councilman, do you know one day someone was saying something, one of the patients was saying something and said, oh, this was a doctor was cursing and using some words and was saying it to another doctor friend of mine who was a Muslim. <laughs> you know what the Muslim doctor said? He said, it's not possible. He said, let me tell you. If there's anybody that we curse and use abusive words in this whole place, if you say him, he even said, if you say him, he will say yes. But if you say Dr. John, I don't think you know the right person. Maybe you mentioned somebody else. So he called me on the phone and told me, I told the person, it cannot be you. Because it really, truly cannot be you. How did a Muslim know that I don't use a curse word? I didn't even know whether I, I'm not, it's not like I consciously talked to him and say, oh, we are, I have to speak Christianese. <laughs> no. Let your light so shine before men yes. that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. If they charge people for Christianity on your job, will there be enough evidence to convict you? If they're looking for the believers in your place, they are looking for those people that are truly, that can never be found in fraud. If they are looking for people that say, no, 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 everybody is messing around and messing around and having fornication, will they see you as a young girl and say you are like Esther? Pure, undefiled. Will they find you like that? If they are looking for somebody that is not giving to you responsibility and cheating and lying and abusing and a reckless lifestyle or are you the kind of person that comes to church and have a form of godliness but denying the power thereof that's why God is saying to us this morning we cannot live that life with the devil and say we belong to Christ no somebody say God help me this morning I want to give this you the scripture to show you the things that represent the flesh and show you the things that God expects us to walk in if we are going to say we are walking in the spirit. No? Take a look at that. These are contrary to one another so that ye cannot do the things that you would. Verse 18, everybody. He said, but if ye are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Verse 19. He said, now the works of the flesh are manifest. These are the adultery. Fornication. Adultery and fornication are two different things. Adultery is immorality that is had by someone who is married. Fornication is sexual immorality that is had by people that are not married. Both of them have, you see where God started? Eh? God did not start with lie. 
You know why? Because the scripture says every other sin a man sins is outside of his body. But when you commit this sin of immorality, it is a sin against your own body. For your body is the temple of the living God. If you see where God destroyed the children of Israel, one of the reasons why he killed over 26,000 one time was fornication and adultery. If you are here under the sound of my voice and you are involved in adultery and fornication, you must stop today. In the name of Jesus. The reason why I'm telling you is because God is no respecter of persons. God destroys people that commit sin, especially immorality. If you like, keep a straight face looking pious and holy. You know what I'm talking about. And I mean it. For God is no respecter of persons. Listen to me, sir. There is no excuse for adultery. 